Confederate desperation comes to a new height, they're trying secret weapons! Hello and welcome to Civil War in Hindsight. I'm Lieutenant Tommy. With me, as always, is Prospector Johnny. And this week, Prospector, the Confederates are at their sneaky, sneaky tricks. And uh, and I guess the oh? Union responds kind of in, in kind. It's it's a naval. It is a very much naval week this week, oh. Johnny. Okay. Uh, naval spies, perhaps? Pirates? Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. Uh, sneaking in under the night in the midnight? What are we, well, what are we Why are they sneaky? They're always they're always pirates in the in the every Confederate boat is a pirate. Every boat, single as far one as of them, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. But uh, they have their new secret weapon. But the week's going to begin on the 11th with Confederates continuing to fight against the Indians. Uh, this time out uh, mm-hmm. out by Fort Inge in Texas. So uh, I guess oh. the Confederates. Oh, have so they're s- just all over the place doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 well, you know, it's white man going up against the Indians. I don't think the Indians really care whether you're north or south. Oh, I mean, why would they? We we've all done the. <laughs> Great, thanks to him. At least the Indians are able to hold out in Texas, unlike the Union troops who were once garrisoned in Fort Inge, but then gave it up without a fight. So, you know, way to go. At least the Indians are doing better than we are out there. General, Perhaps what? we should try to get them on our side. Maybe we maybe a little bit more. Just all of them. Maybe. Just give them whatever they want. Yeah. and hope Promise them, I don't know, promise them everything west of the Mississippi or something. It's not, it's not like we're going to hold up to that end of the bargain anyways. So I yeah, mean, it doesn't right. matter what we say. We've proven that. <laughs> Uh, General Rosecrans is uh, promoted from acting general of the Federal Department of the West Virginia to the full command of Federal Department of West Virginia. So, oh. congratulations, you Rosecrans. You're yeah. now you're now no longer Buck General. You're legit General General. So, good job. The General. Yeah, you're the like General that. of that okay. of that department of that department. Yeah, yeah, sure. and. Um, to be fair, he is the only general who's had a successful, resounding successful campaign so far. I mean, West Virginia has. Pretty much gone off without a hitch. So good. Yeah. yeah. So this makes sense. Yeah, we'll this is good. It. Can we actually yeah. make him the head head guy? Because uh, everything yeah, else. Yeah. Maybe, is... or at least, um, you know, have a have a, like a, a collaborative meeting where he can explain to all the other generals um, how, how to not actually how not to lose. Screw up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another Confederate pirate ship, Johnny, is going to lay at the bottom of the Potomac after being burned by Federal forces. So we got another boat that's basically daily now. We're just sinking these boats or capturing. Are them these are, are these um. Manned vessels, or are yeah, no, they're, these are, yeah, they, no, these are manned. Okay, these are, and these so are, and so also also these are casualties manned. associated with this. Or yeah, I mean limited. Some yeah. probably yeah. a lot of escaping. Not this this particular boat's not a big boat. It's a river boat, so it's like a steam steam barge vessel. So it's not not like oh. a big battleship or anything. But it's a blockade so runner, like, like like two dudes. Captain. Yeah, like like two and, dudes. And his yeah, first mate. Okay, that's okay. That's fine. All right. I but mean, it, I, I, you know, I've been thinking about it though, Tommy. We we were talking about you know this war and everything and how we're, we're ready to fight. But I'm kind of good with not killing our fellow countrymen and just letting them realize that they need resources and supplies that they don't have. Yeah, maybe, maybe as long as we're not having casualties. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, we can no, keep the casualties to a minimum, I'm so kind you, of okay with yeah, that. Yeah, so you so you're up for this? Just just think some. I'm pirate settling ships, into yeah, it. I'm yeah, settling gotcha. into gotcha. the idea. I got you. Of, of not having a massively bloody war with our cousins and brothers and, and, and just neighbors in general. 
Yeah, that's I, I, I feel you. So far, it's hey, it, you know, we're working. That's we're more supplies right that's that, yeah. getting to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on October 12th, Confederates launched their secret weapon, which I alluded to at the beginning of this episode, against the Union. Yeah. Uh, the, it's the Confederate ironclad CSS Manassas, formerly the steam icebreaker known as the Enoch Train. So they took an, an old steamer Enoch. that was there to break up train uh, ice. Uh, called ice, the Enoch yeah. train, uh, and then they and plated they, they plated this wood hulled steamer with uh, with iron plates. It has no cannons to speak of, but they did put a ram on it. And the whole point of this boat is to uh, to literally just it's an icebreaker, and that's what icebreakers is. They so rammed they wanted, ice, so now they're like, but they well, want to do we'll that just with ships, ram, presumably yes, ram it into a ship. It has an inch and a quarter. And so they they cut they put iron on it though, and yeah, it, it's yeah. still good, it's still, yeah, still floats, it's, still floats. Uh, it's an inch and a quarter iron plates across the entire. Uh, 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 I, I don't know what that's bow, bow of the boat. I'm not a navy man. I don't know everything that's above the water line is an inch and a quarter plated with iron. Holy moly! It is actually going to successfully attack and ram the USS Richmond and the USS Vincennes near the head of pass. You got two. It, well, it, it doesn't sink them, Johnny. Uh, but it does ram two boats near the head of pass on the Mississippi. Uh, both federal boats are run aground, so they are pushed basically up to the shoreline where they can't easily get back out. This <laughs> okay. th- th- this does. I don't think that was. I don't think that was their plan. I That's not what was, this boat was designed. Was a, this boat was, was not designed. To to push a push ship the into the shore. No, it was designed to sink the ship, but it pushed <laughs> it pushed the two boats up a, a what's called running aground up on, on up on the shoreline. It will actually uh, it will actually free up the blockade on the Mississippi for several hours until these Ooh, two boats okay until these two so boats are the uh, yeah this is where the problem lies until these boats are repaired and able to be put back on the water. But neither mm-hmm. side uh, on this brave brave secret weapon battle here neither side has any casualties and all three ships have to get sent back for repairs and uh and basically the even only- the one that with the iron clad yeah it's yeah it still gets damaged to- yeah, turns out you can't just ram other ships yeah you can't just ram boats. It. yeah it's, 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 you're gonna have to take yeah, some have damage to- too even with the iron you, yeah um and Okay, so were they able to get some stuff through when the blockade yes, was down? Yes, yes, yes. There, there were some several ships that there. were able to get through the blockade during those several hours. The blockade was was basically down. Um, what do we know? What type of supplies they were able to get? Was it uh, weapons? Was it clothes? Was it food? I, what we don't know. Well, no idea. There are reports that there are some Confederate commissioners that have snuck away, but this is uh, on the other side of the well, not on the other side of the country, but this is on you know at, out at Charleston. Um, but this has nothing so to do what, with that so what, blockade. What does that mean, though? But the Southern okay. Commission. So, uh, so out in Charleston, there were two Southern commissioners that were able to sneak out uh, in the deluge of darkness, get get through the blockade. Okay. Uh, you've got a, uh, a John Sidl, uh, Slidell, a commissioner, and a James Slidell. Slidell, like probably more like it. Yeah, Slidell, and a James Mason through the blockade. Their stops, their first stop is going to be off into Cuba where they retrofit, and one is going to go to Europe, uh, I mean France, and the other one is going to go to England. So Slidell will go to France. Mason is going to go to England. Their mission is to secure recognition, arms, and supplies. So Okay, so this is a single person going to each one of these countries saying, please recognize the South as a country so that we may have guns and buy them from you, etc. Yes, exactly, exactly. They're just singing... Sentencing, how they get there. Oh, how, when you arrive, how do you, how get do you go about 
Uh, uh, yes, please. Um, yeah, I came off this boat here. Uh, would like to please speak to your leader about recognizing the South as a country. Take me to Oh, you don't leader. speak English. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah, because I can't imagine that uh, these two men speak French. Well, I mean, you know, one's going to England, so that's fine. I, I can't so that's imagine, fine, yeah. I can't imagine that Slidell speaks French, but maybe he does. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes for them in the future. <laughs> who knows? But, uh, who knows? I mean, come on. Like, what a mission. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. And, well, and this isn't the first time that, that commissioners had, has gone to Europe, uh, you know, from the Confederacy right. to try to get Yeah, and last time they said, no, we're not getting yeah, involved also, in your yeah, petty squabbles. Like, you can buy our guns right? if you want, but we're not. Yeah, basically oh, it was, yes, you can please. buy the guns. Um, no, no, no. No, gold, please. Not your Confederate box. Yeah, yeah, yeah they weren't there. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't accept that here. Uh, and finally, on the 12th, uh, the Union uh, Union actually has its first ironclad gunboat that's going to set sail in Missouri. The USS St. Louis is also a wood-hulled steamer that this time they, we, the Union, have plated it with two-and-a-half-inch iron plates around the casemates and an inch and a quarter around the pilot house. So uh, we now okay, have now this an is... iron boat, too. Now, but this, is this the iron boat that they were talking about? Because they were talking about building one completely out of iron, No, right? no, no. This, this is no, just, no, no, okay, this, is, this just, is just in response Yes. And saying, well, oh, we can put thicker iron on ours. We so can put, yeah, we can we put iron on ours. Yeah, we can put iron on ours. To ram you, it's better, I guess. Uh, well, no, ours is, uh, our boat has guns. Ah. <laughs> we have guns. We're not already doing the better. whole ramming thing. Yeah, already better. We've got guns. without ramming it. On the thir- Just go ahead and ram into us now that we have steel-plated armor. Yeah, we have steel-plated armor. And good armor, luck. So. Yep. I, I'm guessing their cannons won't penetrate. Yeah, uh, two and a two and a quarter, two and a half inch I, I, steel. No, I don't. I don't. That's a, that's a, that's it's iron. But yeah, I don't think I don't. That's iron. A, that's a pretty thick yes. iron. That's pretty thick iron. I don't think it's gonna that's be going through that. Hefty. Uh, it's gonna set sail in the Missouri and operate uh, again as part of the blockade. Now we got this. We got our own ironclad that's gonna be. Pretty I mean, much that, impervious that, that's to just that, That's an intimidator, right? That's yeah. yeah that's that's, uh, that's just strutting around the Missouri. Be like, don't mess with us. We got this guy. Yeah, pretty, That's all that is. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. On the 13th, a Confederate raid at Dutch Hollow near uh, Henrytown, Missouri, gets pushed back by Union troops. We have a little bit of a battle here out in Missouri that's worth speaking of. Uh, the raid was intended to disrupt communication lines between St. Louis and Springfield. Uh, Colonel William W. Summers is going to lead 500 Missouri militiamen on the raid that would set up a battle line on a hill overlooking uh, the one main road through the area that they thought the Union would approach from. Okay. Union officer Major Clark White learns of the Confederates in the area and sends two companies of his cavalry under Captain Switzel, uh, Switzler, hmm. Switzler and uh, Captain Montgomery, totaling under uh-huh. 200 men. So we've got just 200 men of, of, of Union cavalry going to go up okay, against but, 500 Missouri militiamen. But kind of going, they're, they're, they're sneaky, though. They're going undercover. They're like, uh, we see what they're doing. We're going to yep. well, come up you, behind them or something. Or? You, you hit the nail on the head, Johnny, because they're coming them up right behind them. They see where they're yes, at. Please. They flank them. They come up from behind, completely uh, surprise the Confederates who get I mean, how sent- disorienting must that be? Yeah. They get they get center running because all of a sudden there's horses. Oh, oh, <laughs> and and yeah, as can't blame them. And as and as they're running, there are reports that we may have um, <clears throat> cut cut a few down uh, with the, with our ponies. Um, oh, but hey, it's fine. That's just small war crime. That's though, right? just that's, that's like, that's like, a, like tiny war. They crimes, they were well. See, and that's not a war crime because they were running away. They, they weren't. Had, they weren't surrendering. They had not they surrendered. Did not, they did right, not right, surrender. Right, right. They were running away. We were just. We were just shooting. And we them did, as we they didn't were know if 
yeah, we didn't know if they were going to run for a little bit terrified and then turn around and and start coming back. Exactly. This is just and so it was important to uh, ride them down on our horses with swords or bayonets yeah. in hand and just yeah yeah this is this is this is like the ideal yeah this is the ideal thing that the cavalry this is actually what the cavalry is designed to do disperse them and then as you're dispersing be terrifying kill uh, as many as you can uh so that they don't regroup and fight you yep Yep, i mean there's a reason in the bible it's the four horsemen that are coming back because that's terrifying Terrifying. gigantic like people on horses coming at you to attack you Yep, that's it is one hundred percent terrifying. terrifying. Uh, re- casualty reports are that up to sixty-seven Confederates were killed, with only one Johnny, one Union casualty. So very resounding. That's victory. a guy. He fell off his horse. He's didn't a, he? it's a guy who fell off his horse. Yes, most definitely. It was a very resounding uh, victory for us. I mean, uh, rest in peace, but. But stay on to- the horse. Totally fell off his horse. On October 14th, residents of uh, Shinkutig Island in Virginia swore an allegiance to the Union, stating, and I quote, that we, oh. <laughs> this is great, stating, and I quote, that we are united as one man in our abhorrence to the secessionist heresies. Now, is that because this island is occupied by one man? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> and it's just, he's like, uh, yeah, no, me. I am. Um, going to be I, I abhor the yeah I abhor uh, this, this is my society. island and uh I'm the man that abhors it yeah I abhor it uh and Lincoln Johnny he's uh he's gonna do his uh he's gonna continue oh, with this whole yeah he's gonna continue with this whole uh, dictator kick when he tells General Scott that he is authorizing the suspension of habeas corpus anywhere between no. bang uh, again He's expanding he's, it. He's expanding it. Expanding it. it. Okay, yeah. Now it will be anywhere from Bangor, Maine to Washington D.C. because he is suspecting <gasps> subversion. So, uh, so that's all of New England. N- yeah, New England. Basically, if you live in New England, uh, you're all of it. You can't say anything anti-Lincoln, or you will be arrested or, and suspected of being or, a Confederate or spy. pro-South or Nothing. pro. Uh, oh, my aunt lives in Georgia and she's nice can't say that you'll get arrested like good god what just and that's just fine we're just fine with that i well, i'm not fine accept, with it i i mean i'm not either but apparently we're allowed we're rolling over i guess you got to keep the country together yeah, I guess, but I, at I, well what cost? I, I, that's exactly it if the, if the constitution is destroyed at what cost um in retaliation to the lost raid on the 13th confederate raiders will capture a few union soldiers and burn big river bridge near uh potosi missouri on oh, the 15th so that's not so great that's not great at all they burn the, the burning bridges out here yeah but in retaliation, it's like they want to get like it's like they don't want to like uh, keep contact with us. They want to separate from us. It's crazy, yeah. Why would they want to separate weird. from us? Yeah, it's weird. In retaliation to the Confederate retaliation, the Federals will recapture Lexington, Missouri, on the 16th, pushing aside the very small garrison that was left by the Confederate troops when they left like a month ago. Now at this point. All right, uh, so what's going on here, really? It's, we're just all, like, taking territory it's back just, and forth. It's just trading places? Like, what? Yeah, yeah pretty much. That's and nothing's happening. Like, no. and the poor people that live around there. Have to change I mean, the flag. They fly out in front of their house every other all minute. All the time. Every, every other weekend. How do you keep up? Do you believe your neighbor? Do you not? Like, what? 
You know, if they change their flag, what are you doing here? Yeah, I don't know, Johnny. I it's don't gotta know. It's got to be exhausting. It does. Also on the 16th, Union forces are going to secure 21,000 bushels of wheat that were stored in a warehouse near Harpers Ferry, Virginia. So uh, so good luck getting bread now, you dirty, dirty Confederates. I mean... <laughs> 21,000 bushels that was of like... wheat. That was their store. That was it. That was their <laughs> whole store. And that was it for, yeah, for the entire year at least. Uh, They're like, oh, guys, we're fine. We got 21,000 bushels over here. Set. But, uh, Good to go. A skirmish over in Harper's Ferry proves very, very you know, lucrative for the Union when they secure that uh, 21,000 bushels of wheat. I mean, because now it's not only they don't have anything coming in because of the blockade. We're, we're, just, we're straight up uh, taking the spoons out their hand. Yeah, 21,000 bushels of wheat. We just, but you know what sucks? Tommy, you know what really sucks about it's, all this? It's not the soldiers. Even though go we're hungry, doing this, it's, it's not going to be the soldiers. It's not yeah. going to be the people in charge. It's not going to be the people who decided to segregate from the United States that suffer because of this. No. It's going to be the people that don't give a shit either way. And probably a lot of them are like, you know what? Maybe slavery is kind of bad and we should probably stop doing it. And maybe we should stay a nation because that's what we are and respect the vote. It's a democracy. But those are the people that are going to be suffering, not yeah, yeah. not any of the people that should. Yeah, most definitely. You're probably right, Johnny. Uh, Trader President Davis is having problems with his soldiers having state loyalty. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, uh, poor Trader President Davis. His soldiers are having uh, issues with state loyalty over national loyalty, and he has to deny <laughs> state, <laughs> states' rights. <laughs> states' rights. He has to deny a Kentucky regiment their request to return home to defend Kentucky because, you know, Kentucky's starting to be a battleground, you know, so. Uh... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, what a disaster of a human being. Which this is going to be a, I, I, I think this is going to be a continual issue for him because when Virginia is under attack, any Virginia unit that's not in Virginia is going to be like, well, I want to go home. If Tennessee comes under yeah. attack, the Tennessee units that might be in Virginia are going to be like, well, I kind of want to go home yeah, to make gotta sure my go house didn't burn down. Protect my home front. Yeah. I yeah. left my family to come here and, and, and fight. Now my family is in danger of people. Co- yeah, they're going to. Yeah. So I, I imagine this is going to be back, a, you would, a, you would a think. Um, continual problem for him as this war goes on. So another reason why the South is never going to. They're just. It's, it's two it's, weeks. I just. It's really, really surprising to me that a swath of people that would show such disloyalty to their country and secede from the United States would show such disloyalty to their country <laughs> when it's a fake southern country. What a yeah. shocker. Yeah. That's, oh, I can't uh... believe I can't believe my my husband cheated on me. He cheated on every one of his wives. Uh but me? Oh. <gasps> Uh, this Johnny, this eventful week is going to finally come to an end on the 17th when a naval invasion plan is going to be drawn up by the Union. Uh, their thought here is that they could use Port Royal in South Carolina as a staging okay. point into the South. So not only will we attack into Virginia via land, we're going to be looking mm-hmm. at going into Port Royal and attack South uh, South Carolina as well. So hey, I, and that would that would give us into South Carolina. But if we had a port there, that'd be they basically give us the entire eastern 
a good chunk of yeah, easier good chunk, access yeah, yeah, to yeah, 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 a good chunk to the eastern coast that we got access to. Well, because we still have the main port that comes into the Gulf of uh, you know the right. Gulf of Mexico there with with Fort Pickens uh, secure. Mm-hmm. So at least we so, got yeah, that. We can, yeah, yeah. Hey, we we'll, we'll at least stop them from getting supplies, and then we can attack multiple areas. Hey, let's make a three or four front war, war you know, four front war while we're at it, right? Absolutely. I mean, the more we can spread them out, the shorter this is going to be because their resources are already low. Yep. Well, we'll see how uh, how this all plays out next week. That's it for this week in Civil War in Hindsight. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you enjoy this, check out Historic Hindsight. We talk about all kinds of things like uh, like pig wars and Mormons going to war with the United States government and gold rushes. <laughs>